Hi, I'm Dr. Divina Lopez, a board-certified pediatrician with over 10 years of experience in pediatrics, and you are listening to Dancing into Parenthood. Hello, this is Dr. Divina Lopez once again, and I am, for those of you who do not know me, I am a board-certified pediatrician uh, serving both the New York and New Jersey area. So I wanted to give you some information on choosing a pediatrician. And honestly, I think this is something that needs to be done before the baby arrives while you still have some time and you can do it calmly. And this is going to be a process that takes a little while. I don't want you to think that this should be done quickly or that someone should be assigned to you at the hospital because with the amount of practitioners that are out there, I think you should have someone that you really enjoy going to, um, that you trust, and that you can build a good relationship with. So the first thing that I would do as a parent looking for a pediatrician is you obviously want to make sure that that provider is covered through your insurance. So give your insurance a call or maybe go online to their website Uh, That way you can find out which providers are in your network. So you can log into your insurance company's website and print out the list. The next thing I would do is fish for references. So you want to ask your family, you want to ask your friends. And of course, like if you go to any mommy groups, that would be a good um, place to also get a reference maybe even through social media if you're on any parenting sites or mom groups you may want to ask if they already have a great pediatrician that they enjoy taking their own kids to Um, because i really truly believe that word of mouth is the best source for a reference because you know that that person is satisfied with their provider now Some of the questions that I would ask these people is how does their child respond to the doctor? You want to know whether this doctor takes the time to have a relationship with the child as well as the family. And you also want to make sure that it's a genuine kind of connection, not um, something that's fake but something that really seems genuine, like they really take interest in um, the child and even the family. Ask if the doctor is available to answer questions. Unfortunately, the way primary care is going, there is a push to see more patients um, in a time slot and so, You want to make sure that if you have a provider, that's someone who's going to be available during the visit to answer the questions because as a new parent, you're going to have tons of questions and you want that person to be patient with you and sit down and answer your questions. Ask if the doctor provides information about growth and development. So 
some doctor's offices will have it available online for you. Um, some will give you a handout and some doctors will actually go over it themselves with you. As the baby is growing, the um, visits will also have questionnaires for the parents. Uh, they're called the MCHAT. So you can also ask if the office does that kind of screening for development. Also, ask whether the, whoever you're asking, your friends or family, whether they feel like the time that they spend with their doctor is sufficient. Because I think, like I said, there's such a push to see more patients in a small amount of time. You don't want to feel rushed as a new parent. You want to know how many providers are a part of a practice or whether it's a solo practitioner. I'm going to let you know why that's so important. First of all, if you have a solo practitioner, if that person goes on vacation or for some reason cannot come into the office, then who is the backup for that practitioner? Okay, that means that may be another office which may not be close to you and you know maybe someone that you have no relationship with personally i do think it's important to choose a practice that has a few different practitioners i would say at least three um because i think it's important to have the coverage um it's also important to have diversity so you want male and female practitioners it's nice if some of the practitioners have a specialty um, that way you know that you don't necessarily have to always be referred out if that was the case for your child and you want to know how experienced these practitioners are I think it's good to have a mix of experienced practitioners and your newer, younger doctors because I feel like the experience is great to have and it's great for a younger doctor to have an experienced doctor to ask or bounce questions off of. And it's also nice to have that younger, fresh outlook on medicine. Um, and you also want to know if the practitioner is board certified. I think that's really important. Most practitioners um, these days should have board certification. Some of the older doctors were grandfathered in. So just ask, uh, or you can even look this up. You can look it up through the state medical board, whether they are board certified or not. Of course, you want to choose a practice that's also close to home, especially with a newborn baby. This is so important because believe it or not, you're going to be there a lot, at least for the physicals, even if the baby's not getting sick, you're going to be going every two months um, for the first six months. And then you have a nine month visit and the 12 month visit. But even then, you're still going every three months until the baby is two years old. So I do think that it's important to have a practice which is close to home um, because you don't want to feel stuck having to go somewhere closer if the child is sick or something like that. It's, it's nice to have your practitioner close by. 
you need to know which hospitals they are affiliated with and whether they admit um, directly to the hospital or not. Especially if you're about to deliver, you would like, it would be optimal for the practitioner to go to the hospital where you'll be delivering at because the pediatrician can then see the baby um, when they're born at the hospital. And I think that makes things so much more convenient um, instead of having to bring over the discharge papers yourself and explain, you know, um, what had happened, they would be more familiar with you if they're already seeing you at the hospital. You want to know what are the availabilities for visits. So sick visits, usually in pediatrics, we do leave some time slots for sick visits. So same day sick visits, um, that way you don't have to wait the next day or the day after. And it's so important to know if they offer weekend hours or if there are um, certain days where they have like extended hours or earlier hours so that you can bring the child in um you know for some parents it's more convenient to bring them in before school starts just to make sure um they are okay enough to go into school um obviously this is as they become a little older or if you know you start work at 10 and you can actually bring in your child at seven or eight o'clock you know it's convenient to have those um those hours where the the pediatrician may be available and obviously weekend hours. Do so they see them on both Saturday and Sunday? Are they abbreviated hours? Are those just for sick visits or can physicals also be seen on the weekends? And then you wanna know whether the doctors are on call for you. This is really important for new parents because lots of things happen after hours um, when the office is closed and you want to be able to speak to your doctor that way you're familiar with them and they are familiar with you and um, you know you can ask them whichever questions you may have about your baby you also want to know is um, uh, this is an important question whether or not if they are on call do they pick up the phone or does it get triaged by a nurse or does a residency program um, pick up you know you want to know those things you want to make sure that it's your practitioner all right uh so the other questions if it is a solo practitioner um you know get to know who are the covering doctors, where are they located? Um, is it easy for you to get in with those doctors? And I think it's also important to know who gives the vaccines. Ask if it's the doctors themselves or if it's the medical assistants um, that give the vaccines. So after doing research and narrowing, narrowing it down to two or three um, pediatricians, then I think it's a good idea for you to visit the office. So when you visit the office, um, you get a good look to see what the space actually looks like and how clean it's kept. I think that's super important. Sometimes it's really difficult in pediatrics because there are kids, but you want to go to um, a facility that is clean. Um, hopefully it will be modern. 
you um, can ask if they all have the EMR system and whether you would have access to your um, patient chart from home. That's always nice because if you need to print out, for example, vaccines or um, any blood work or anything like that, you have the access from home. If you are a person who speaks another language, I think that it's important to know whether that language is offered at that office. And also, it would be really nice if you can meet with the doctor one-on-one. -on -one. If um, that's not available, some offices do have um, like an open house where maybe like a group of people come in to meet the pediatricians. Um, it's nice to do that because you can get a good idea of what their personalities are like. You know, everybody's different. So what may feel comfortable for you may not be comfortable for other people. You want to obviously choose a, an office where like the staff is friendly and, you know, so is the pediatrician and that the pediatrician is patient and able to sit down with you. Um, you want to make sure that you genuinely feel comfortable with that person and make sure that they really answer your questions. So whichever other questions you may have had, for example, um, you know, maybe there's a question about vaccines or if you want to split them up or if you don't want to vaccinate, whatever it is, that's a good chance for you to really speak with the doctor and see how they answer your questions, um, whether it felt rushed, whether they kind of flirted with the question, not really quite answered it well. Um, you know, you really want to trust the doctor that your child is visiting. And I think in pediatrics, it's so important because you want to have a good relationship with this person like hopefully you'll be visiting this doctor for 21 years i mean that's like the ideal situation for me personally i love having good relationships with the families that i serve that's one of the most rewarding parts of pediatrics for me you know i become part of the family i've been invited to birthday parties and sweet 16s and stuff and i think that's wonderful like that's how close i become um with the families obviously not every pediatrician is like me and maybe and maybe that's not even what you want for yourself um so just make sure that you are really comfortable have a good feeling feel like this is someone you can trust and rely on because you should have a good relationship with your pediatrician so I hope you found this advice really useful so that you find a great pediatrician to serve your baby as well as yourselves who will help you on your new journey as a parent. Bye. To listen to more podcasts, please visit us at drdavinalopez.com and follow us on Instagram at drdavinalopez. Thank you for listening.
Please keep in mind that all advice given in this podcast is general information. To understand your specific situation, you must consult with your pediatrician.